0: Now serving butter and bacon, the good stuff.
1: We got lots of love from last week, and I wanted to uh, give a few more mentions to our listeners. What kind of
0: listeners are they? Again? Uh, they're beautiful, vivacious, intelligent, loquacious listeners. And you know what? What? I think they're here now. Hello. <gasps> Hi! How you doing? I'm Pauly. Over there is Dean. Welcome to Hello. Butter and Bacon.
1: Appreciate you joining us. Uh, as we were saying, I, uh, I wanted to mention, I know we, we got a burn and Becca on our show last week, but we also heard from our good buddy Evan, and I'm not even going to pronounce <laughs> Evan's Twitter name, but uh, he uh, said listening to Disney
0: music gets him through Any his days. Twitter names anymore. <laughs> uh, Except Nick Waymania, Send him clowns.
1: Yes. Lots of clowns, please. Signed Love Polly. if you can. Yes. And uh our good buddy, fellow travel agent Rob Edwards from Adventures Out There Travel. He uh says he just goes back to Disney, but that's really unfair. He lives in Florida.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to call party follow on that one.
1: Yeah, I think that that's that's just cheating. Mm-hmm. And uh and Shannon at Sleep. Is that how you pronounce that? sleep
0: <laughs> I say sleep <sli-amp>, sleep <laughs> It probably isn't correct.
1: I don't know. She'll let and us I know. And I think, but...
0: no, she didn't last time.
1: No, that's a good point. But uh, she says, podcast, background loops, and Disney Twitter. You know, the good stuff. Yes. Man. Well done. Well, I think we're going to talk a little bit more good stuff this week. And I don't know, Polly, did you bring this topic up? Uh, I, th- I, mean, I think it actually surfaced uh, in- during my trip report. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, I guess, best categorized as dedicated live stage shows
0: yes that's that's a how's very that? formal way of putting it how's that how's that for two attractions questions? that are not rides
1: yes <laughs> two clarifiers there so when i say dedicated i mean not not sort of the pop-up live entertainment you know we're, we're excluding the jammers. Um, excluding even, you know, castle stage shows yep. and, and no
0: street atmosphere, no stuff in
1: the old hat area, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, uh, no chair juggling uh, acrobats. Divine,
1: maybe next time. Um, not for this episode. No. Um, I'm talking strictly about, yeah, the um, the sort of shows that have seating areas, although maybe not chairs and have sort of set schedules that they will come on throughout the day in the Walt Disney World theme parks. And I wanted to kind of take a step back before we take a step current and maybe a little even a peek forward and talk about some of the stage shows that are from years past. Mm. And, uh, you know, you definitely visited the Disney parks earlier than I did oh, yeah. in life. So are there any older stage shows probably no longer in existence since they are from the past?
0: Oh,
1: that. Uh- <laughs> ring uh, in your memories.
0: Yeah, I actually have been going to Walt Disney World long enough that I remember the Diamond Horseshoe Review at the Magic Kingdom. Um, so, you know, when you talk about uh, stage shows, that literally was a stage show. I mean, if you've been to uh, the Hoopty Doo Musical Review over at Fort Wilderness Campground. it All the beer. yeah, All the beer, except <laughs> none of the beer at the Magic Kingdom, but all of the, of the Wild West Rootin' Tootin' Hootin' Hollerin' jee Jehoshaphat, all that corny joke, all that wonderfulness, all the can-can dancers. It was great. It it, it really, I I think, you know, pun intended, it really sets the stage um, for what you are going to experience in that land or that park uh, when you see a stage show. Uh, it, It really, those are the things that I think they really try and make it a little bit more real basically because there are real people that are performing. So it gives it that air of authenticity that is really hard to match when it comes to audio animatronics or screens. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way.
1: No, I definitely agree. And I think it's one of the things when, you know, you and I have had this conversation on Twitter even, and people talk about going to a theme park and then they just want to make the analogy of going to the local amusement park. And it's to me, it's that live action, that, that interaction And that, you know, some people will call it corneas, but I call it wholesome fun that Disney offers that really sets it apart. And I I think you hit the nail on the head with a really good one to lead off the uh, topic. I want to give a couple more shout outs to some of the older shows. And uh, unfortunately, I've heard a lot of good things I never actually saw. Did you see Tarzan Rocks? Talk about that a little bit.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's very 90s. Super 90s.
1: Rollerblades are 90s.
0: There's there were rollerblades, no but I can tell you it was the first time that I remember, and maybe it was just because I was old enough to notice, but it was the first time I could remember the female audience members gasping when Tarzan would appear. He would kind of burst through the ceiling and come down on a vine, and he was wearing basically a sheer bodysuit and a loincloth and was, uh, you know, basically built like a gymnast. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it basically was a retelling of the Tarzan animated feature, and like like most Disney stage shows that are based on one movie, it basically tells the whole thing. Um, There are certain exceptions, which I'm sure we'll get to, but, you know, particularly in the 90s, in the Eisner era, it was very much of a synergy. It was very much of a get this into the parks. So, yeah, Tarzan rocks, very 90s. Super
1: 90s. Yeah, and the last one I'm going to mention from the past that, you know, I certainly do miss, it uh, took place over in the Galaxy Palace, Galaxy Palace Theater, and that was Mickey's Twas the Night Before Christmas. I never see got to during see During the Christmas that. party? Really? Yeah,
0: the uh, the last year that they had that, we were at the Very Merry Christmas Party, and we couldn't get in. My mom was in an ECV at the time, so she couldn't see. So we just kind of left. And didn't make the later showing, and then they canceled it the year after. So, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to see it.
1: Would that have been December 2008? Sounds about right. Would that have been MouseFest weekend?
0: That also sounds about right.
1: Yeah, I was there. Nice! <laughs> That's when I saw it. <laughs> and uh, we were at the, the Christmas party the weekend of MouseFest, and it was cold. And, you know, we're from Connecticut up here, and, it, and, and we know... Cold. Yeah, it, and, <laughs> it... It just fit. I mean, we were on Main Street, the snope is coming down, and... a brand new Mickey Mouse sweatshirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so cold!
1: We almost bailed on it. I was like, no, I really want to see this stage show, though. And I'm really glad we stayed. I mean, we, we were, like, huddled masses, you know. I'm, I'm in the uh, attitude of, it's Florida, it's, you know, it's vacation, I'm going to be in shorts... Yeah, I I definitely got a new Mickey Mouse sweatshirt that trip, too, because it was freezing. But it was a great show. It was, um, you know, the telling of Twas the Night Before Christmas and, uh, you know, done in in the Disney style with the classic Disney characters that you might picture, uh, you know, hippos and tutus and all that fun stuff. So um, it was a really good show. I'm really actually kind of sad they got rid of it. It's now a parking lot, which is even sadder. And uh, something that I'm, I'm glad I got to see, and would encourage anybody to look up on YouTube if they didn't. So I know there's, you know, there's been tons of stage shows over the years, and, and far too numerous for, I'll be honest, me to research or us to mention. Yes,
0: um, but we're I, the good I, stuff. I want... We're not the thorough stuff.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I think we should get the Wedway guys to do a yes. full, season of, full season. of Disney stage shows from 1955 to present. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Still that idea? Don't mind. <laughs> Um, what I'm going to do is do a full stage shows of, from 2016 to 2016, stuff you can go see this right now. So, Paulie, I put you on vacation at Walt Disney World. I don't know if you want to take this, maybe a uh, park-by-park or top five? What are you thinking?
0: Park-by-park uh, park is good. Top five park-by-park. Park. There you go. That works too All
1: right. Well, let's start in your favorite theme park, and that's oh. Epcot. Oh, yes. My favorite. And uh, given that we've eliminated the majority of the entertainment around World Showcase yep, and we cut out the geometers, yep. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: other than, say, whatever goes on in the American Gardens Theater, I'm not sure I can think of a, what I would call a dedicated stage show at Epcot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard people that have said that the American Adventure itself is a stage show. Uh Nope. <laughs> To me, it it takes place in a theater. That's not a stage show.
1: Yeah, I mean jumping parks. That means you'd have to give carousel progress. Right, the same title.
0: right. Um, I mean, it, to me, that that's a dark ride where you don't you don't move. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I picked on Epcot first because I figured it would basically doesn't qualify. I'm going to give a, a credit though to the Voices of Liberty when they perform at yes. the American Gardens Theater and. I think I'm just, you know, thinking back to this past summer and seeing them on the 4th of July. I mean, anytime you get a chance to see them sing anywhere, do it. Um, But if you can actually see their performance outdoors in that theater, it's actually, uh, to me, an even better experience. You know, maybe because I was sitting down during really hot weather. All right, well, I picked our first park. I'll let you pick the second.
0: Oh, I'm going to go to the easy one because it's nothing but shows, (laughs) Disney Hollywood Studios. (laughs) <laughs> oh. I think
1: that's the hardest one if we're doing a top five. No,
0: but. it's actually pretty easy for me, because uh, uh, I'm going to go with an original show. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. And it has been modified since its original showing. Um, I did see it within the first year of its existence. Um, fantastic show. I mean, geez, uh, it really introduces you to the, you know kind of the reality of stunts in the movies. Um, And still to this day, you'll find movies where movie stars do their own stunts, Tom Cruise in particular. Um, But, you know, in this case, they really do a quote-unquote breakdown of some scenes from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And, you know, it's got the iconic boulder rolling. uh, It's got the sword-swinging, gun-shooting, and spikes from the ground, and the airplane. And it's just really neat. Um, The stage show, to me, people say, oh, you know, it's the same every time. Uh, name an attraction that isn't the same every time. Really. I mean, you go on Star Tours, yes, there's different destinations, but it's the same ride. So, you know, I kind of don't buy that, oh, it's the same every time. It's old. Um, I love it. I still might, you know, time might be running out, but I still have yet to actually volunteer, although that's kind of going against cast. Um, I typically would be the kind of person that would volunteer to go up there, but typically by the time we go to see that show, I am exhausted and just had down the entire 32-ounce frozen lemonade.
1: <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that. You know, it's it's funny. It's I'm the one that's always out there defending, you know, everyone wants to say Studios is a half-day park or a quarter-day park or whatever. If you do everything that that Studios has to offer, particularly the stage shows we're going to mention today you're gonna fill a day and then some yep. probably and and I think this is one that you know I'm guilty of it as much as anybody I, I've seen it I've seen it a handful of times I haven't seen it in almost a decade
0: it's good yeah
1: I want to see it again before it goes away
0: it's got a Tarzan-esque scene
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't been in there that that, that... Seems like it would be right up your alley to be a volunteer in that show.
0: All right, your turn. I, mean, I, know,
1: I know you're not guaranteed it, but it, it just seems like something. Somehow you would have found a way to do already.
0: Uh, well, you know, I would have.
1: Well, I'm going to cheat a little bit for my first one at the studios because I think I set the criteria that it has to be live action and. um... There's one live person in the show, but I'm going to point you to Disney ah. Junior live on stage. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm also cheating because I said seating area and there. um, there's there's no seats. There
0: is an area <laughs> where you sit. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, you know, this is one that uh, we didn't do this past trip, and it's the first time we haven't done it since we had our son. So
0: did you miss apparently- it?
1: Apparently, I did. <laughs> He he didn't. No. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Uh, so apparently at six years and three months or earlier, you can probably retire this one from your rotation for your child. But um, I hope we get to, to see it again with him. I think he still likes some of those characters. Uh, they've they've changed it out over the the years that it's been there. So I think they they always lag a little bit, but they try to keep up with the most current uh, Disney Junior stars. Right. But it's really cool. It's uh, because you do sit on the ground. The angle is appropriate to. Not ruin the magic, if you will.
0: Yeah, and not only that, um, but it makes the adults feel like one of the kids, which is really, I mean, as a parent, it's really neat to see them, because they can be, you know, particularly if you have a toddler, they're standing at your head level. Yeah. And it's really neat.
1: Yeah, that's 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 the one that I missed, because now if he stood in front of me, I don't think i would see a blessed <laughs> Down thing. Down in front. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let the kids stand and
0: watch. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot that you could take a toddler to go do... If it wasn't the Honey I Shrunk the Kids place at, Um, you know they're not going to sit. They don't really care about like the Beauty and the Beast show that I'm spoiling right now. If you're going to talk about, uh, you know, <laughs> the fire for the Indiana Jones might get their attention or scare the crap out of them. You know, it, 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 it's 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 really you know it it really was a welcome addition um, for the I'll say under five crowd definitely.
1: Yeah, I think it's needed. A lot of the parks, you know, you, you can take the younger ones to some of the shows, they can do the slow rides, most of the dark rides if they're not afraid of them, but... Take it easy. The, the studios with, you know, Tower of Terror, rock and Roller Coaster, Star Tours, your kids aren't... and I think, you know, people always mock that with the tiered fast pass system Beauty and the Beast, and I know we'll get to that one, but that's one of the, uh, what do they call it, tier one or tier A fast passes? Well... That and The Great Movie Rider are what the younger kids can actually do. They can't go on those other three rides. So uh, I think it's good that it's there. It's a good balance one. I I think, and don't quote me on this um, because we didn't see it this year, I think it's still um, the the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse characters, Jake.
0: No, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Doc McStuffins.
1: And now uh, Sophia. Sophia the First, right?
0: Yeah, last time... Last time we were there was before the changeover for um, Sophia the First, but we we did have Jake the Neverland Pirates. Um, I mean, we went there when it was Bear in the Big Blue House and Little Einsteins.
1: Yeah, so that would have been uh, Playhouse Disney back then. They changed the name now for the Disney Junior, but... but. And
0: it really did tie into the um, Hollywood and Dine character meal, because that's where they had uh, the Little Einsteins characters.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, now thing. they um, they have you know similar characters at the, the meal, and they also have a couple meet and greets outside the uh, show, yep. which is kind of for the kids. So I could segue either <laughs> to Beauty and the Beast since we continue to talk about it, but I'm actually going to go to seeing if you'll allow me this one in the category, and that's Voyage of the Little Mermaid.
0: Uh...
1: And I'm, I'm going there only because of the puppetry aspect of it. It's yeah. sort of uh, analogous, but... You do get one of two live performers that actually sing. Yep.
0: And, <laughs> and there are actually people out there that are doing it. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll allow this. Absolutely. All
1: right. I, I, I don't think this show is as well-loved as some of the others that we're going to talk about. Um, I kind of, I, I've I got to admit, I've only seen it once. And I kind of liked it. I do see where it lacks some of the skill and, and some of the uh, intrigue that some of the other shows have. But I think for what it is, it's, it's actually really well done. And once again, it's a retelling of the story of The Little Mermaid. Right. So it's, it's, that part of it, I think, it's a little monotonous after a while. Well, but instead of doing something different with the characters, they continue to retell the story.
0: And how many attractions are retelling the story of The Little Mermaid now? Yeah, that's a good point. I actually, because that was one of my daughter's favorite things, when, again, when she was too little to ride, you know, finally, um, rock and roller coaster. Uh, you know, we, we, we hit that up twice in a day. Um, so it, 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 I started to appreciate some of the other things like the laser water effects. Um, they would have, uh, water mist at the beginning. You know, you really, you really did feel like you're underwater and I started to enjoy a lot of the, you know, it, it's those, those definitely those Disney difference in the details. Wow. That's hard to say with alliteration. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Three, but 3d yeah, <laughs> at no time. Will we. <laughs> 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 do, it, do any cheap 3d tricks um, but yeah it it, it it I think it I think that is a deceptively difficult show to put on mainly because there are live performers and it is mostly blacklight so you can't quite see them unless you're really looking for them yeah. um, very different from a certain stage show in Animal Kingdom where they kind of go the other way with it but I really do enjoy it um, it used to be where here Come the Muppets was. Um, to the point where Ariel's little rock thing is the same uh, uh, piston-led vehicle, quote unquote, that was actually in that that broke through the wall. So um, with that, that was a monorail actually that broke through the wall. Um, oh, neat. Yeah. So yeah, look that up on YouTube if you can see that. Here come the Muppets. Um, the thing with that though is it was the giant life-size Muppets, so it was incredibly creepy looking. <laughs>
1: Intimidating, if you will. If you can picture that. Neat. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, can't, I, have, I can't, I have, I can't, I I am sad that I did not get to see studios circa that time frame, because that would have been interesting to me. Um, you know, I, I am a big Muppets fan, and, you know, knowing what the history was, where, as we continue to dance around Beauty and the Beast live on stage, <laughs> um... Where Theater of the Stars used to be and, and has since moved to, um, you know, they had the Dick Tracy show back in the day. Yes, for a, Crime Stoppers. Very, very short time Pretty Woman actually had a show there. I miss that. Yeah, that went from uh, September 24th to November 3rd of 1991. You know, it it, it was the uh, Stitch's Supersonic Celebration before Stitch's Supersonic
0: Celebration. Seriously. Wow. And that yeah. and I I would have been there the year before that.
1: Oh neat. Okay, so yeah, you would have been there during the Dick Tracy. Yep. Show
0: and Ace Ventura, I believe. I guess
1: that might have been the Hollywood, Hollywood, a star-studded spectacular. Sounds right. Or spectacular, if you will.
0: And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in New York, New York Street.
1: <laughs> so uh, there's a there's a reason I've been dancing around Beauty and the Beast live on stage, and it's much like a Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar.
0: Oh, be our guest, Dean. I've
1: been there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, They
1: have food and booze. I've been there. Yeah, they do. (laughs) But. But I've never actually seen the Beauty and the Beast live on State Show. All right. As a, a, uh, I don't know, corollary to that, I've seen Beauty and the Beast live on Broadway.
0: So you paid for the show that costs as much as an annual pass to see, but you do not see the show that comes (laughs) included with the annual pass that you paid for.
1: I I didn't say I went to Hamilton.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a million things you haven't done. Just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so you haven't seen Beauty and the Beast live on stage. I, I take it you have. Uh, I have, and um, I have not seen Beauty and the Beast on Broadway, even though Broadway is far closer to me. Uh, so weird. Um, it. I, I would put it at Broadway-esque. Uh, I would actually put it just a step below the types of offerings they have on the cruise ships, to tell you the truth. Um, it was it was very well done. It was very elaborate. It was very well choreographed. And I'm I'm a little amazed that they're able to do basically the entire telling of the movie in the 22 minutes or whatever that it is that the runtime is without it feeling super rushed. Um, and a large part of that I think is that they they uptempo the songs a bit not enough to make you feel like they're playing a 33 record at a 78 Uh, millennials, ask your parents, but, um, it, it, it is one of those things that, uh, yeah, the music's so good. The costumes are so good. The lighting is good. The effects are good. It it really does suck you in. All
1: right. Well, I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast, but I have seen for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. I've actually seen it in two locations
0: now. (laughs) Is it, was, (laughs) was it different?
1: No, I don't think the show was very different. Um, when it was in the premiere theater, yeah. I think it was a little more quaint, hmm. um, and again, I might be one of those things I keep referencing where it did in the last show. Where when you see something for the first time, I think it has a greater impact. So having sure. seen it for the first time at the Premier theater, that's sort of the that's the basis that you're going to compare it to. So they moved it to a much larger setting now in the Hyperion Theater, hmm. and that, that's where American Idol used to be, Doug Live, etc. Um, Doug know, Live. It's, it's uh, those are the two things I know that were in there. I don't superstar f- Television originally, right?
0: I think. Well, uh, you I think know it what? was the Superstar if Television that, if, the Theater. If that's the case, then I have been in that theater. Otherwise, I hadn't. I did not see Doug live. Uh, not a fan of Doug. Uh, did yeah. not see American Idol. Not a fan of American Idol. And have not been back since Frozen opened. So I've not really been. Actually, that section of the park, because once Monster Sound Show became Sounds Dangerous, or Drew Carey, became the check-in for the Jedi Training Academy. That's the only reason yeah. I went in, uh, was to check right, my kid right. in. Otherwise, I'm not in there.
1: Yeah, and that is the history. It was the Superstar Television Theater. They renamed it 2014 to the Hyperion Theater. So you hit almost every show that was in there. I, I did not see this one myself, but it was Superstar Television to Doug Live, and then for a brief time, Get Happy with ABC. Sure! <laughs> Then it shut down for seven years, reopened uh, with American Idol, and now for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along. Clearly. Which
0: does. Go oh, god! Clearly, no one got happy with ABC.
1: No, clearly not. Well, maybe they were worried instead. <laughs> mm.
0: uh, well, it is a modern family.
1: <laughs> so, you know, the, the thing about the Frozen show is it, it is a retelling of the story. They're pretty blatant about that, they do it in a more clever way. With the uh, oh, I forgot the name of the character. So like the, the royal whatever people of, I was gonna say Babylon. Where do those people live? Avondale. A- I don't know. Arendelle. Uh, Arendelle. Avondale. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know where that came from. Mm. Arendelle. So they're, they're like I forget they have they have a title, but whatever. They're they're very funny uh, in their delivery, and you know they take you through all the songs and all. I was gonna say all the kids, but you know all the kids and forty year old men were belting out every song <laughs> as they came on. Why have a ballroom with no balls? <laughs> so it's a fun show. I mean, everybody is hating on Frozen, but it's a fun and pretty so, well. Say everybody. show. Everybody, almost every uh, Disney, Disney Twitter. Twitter. There you go, Disney Disney Twitter. Who are not real people is hating on Frozen for the most part, and you know it. It takes away from what's actually a really good show. Uh, if I had any complaint about it, it's that you don't get enough of uh, of uh, uh, Elsa, which I think is supposed to be the big payoff at the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I could see that because she's hardly in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she really isn't.
1: Yeah. They spend a lot of time of looking for her. Right. It, it's like misnaming uh, Finding Nemo. It should have been more about Marlin's quest.
0: Yeah, but no one's going to go see a movie that says Marlin's quest.
1: Uh, Vision Quest.
0: Mm. Dragon, Dragon Quest. Good movie.
1: Um, yeah, so I think for the rest of the studios, uh, unless there's anything jump into your head, uh, Jedi Training Academy doesn't really have a dedicated, sea dedicated quest. seating area.
0: <laughs> DSV,
1: Jonathan <laughs>
0: Brandis. That.
1: I think they filmed that at hollywood studios didn't they? i think you might be right let's just start a rumor if they didn't right
0: <laughs> they filmed it in the tank at the living seas no <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh the, the very last one i'll just mention and i don't think it qualifies because it's more of a nighttime spectacular is phantasmic um, live action dedicated seating area would don't think it really qualifies but i wanted to mention it in case uh you called me to task for not mentioning no, it.
0: No, <laughs> I, I think it qualifies um, unless you're dopey.
1: Hey, Ooh. poor Goofy. He didn't know what to do. No. <laughs> All right, I'm going to propose. We move to the Magic
0: Kingdom. Wow, we're <laughs> we're very. We do share ma- an
1: anniversary. We're just not we're, with each other. We're very matrimonial on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Racking my brain for a dedicated stage area for a show at the Magic Kingdom.
0: Country Bear Jamboree.
1: That's <laughs> going to fall under the carousel of progress. It I'm is, it is,
0: unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. And, I,
1: I took away Castle Stage Show in the beginning dialogue, right. so we can't, that doesn't really qualify. And, uh, uh, feel
0: Her Magic? No, that's no. Screens. Uh, I think you got nothing. I think you're right. Um, I think that's one of those things that there were some and then they were removed. (laughs) Yeah. Much like, uh, you know, the Circle Vision 360s. You know, unless you're at Epcot, you're not seeing any of them anywhere. Ever. And you probably won't ever again. The fact that there's no place to go. Sit down there Hall of Presidents?
1: No. Well, i say, if you think of the ones that, yeah, they're it's not live. They no. It's all the sit-down theaters, but it's Hall of Presidents, Carousel of Progress. There's a so. live
0: person to tell you no flash photography. <laughs>
1: and the one at Country Bear Jamboree may or may not have fallen asleep last time I was Maybe in there. Maybe not. I don't
0: know. <laughs> the, one that, the one that was there when I was there, that cast member really liked her job, which was awesome we had the exact opposite experience. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it, the one that I had actually watched the show from underneath, uh, Melvin. Nice. Yeah. There, there was, like, me and my wife and daughter and two other people wearing ponchos, and it wasn't raining.
1: Didn't they have a Lion King show at Magic Kingdom for a while? Yeah, they
0: did. It's where, um, um, all Magic. Uh, right, right. So it's the Mickey that. Mouse review... Uh, Which is where, yeah, which is where the animatronics came from for the Grand Fiesta tour now.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: And then it became the Lion King show before the Lion King was released. I was
1: going to say, which everybody was very upset about. I mean,
0: seriously, because, again, Disney in the 90s, they just retold the movie. So the movie hasn't opened yet. You go to the theme park. You Oh, this is the new movie that we now see exactly what happens.
1: But in 22 minutes, instead of getting to enjoy the theater right. experience.
0: <laughs> it's the circle of life, and I just can't wait to be king. Be prepared, you killed your father. Oh, hakuna matata, the circle of life. Boom.
1: <laughs>
0: 22 minutes later. <laughs> That's it. Get out. <laughs> These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> 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 so, yes, yeah, so that that came and and went... Um, and so, I mean, I mean, really, Lion King in Magic Kingdom kind of made more sense in Animal Kingdom. So, right, it- which
1: is where I was going before. It's you mentioned how the, the Magic Kingdom doesn't really offer it, and it's a shame because they have two, probably, possibly, the two best ones at the Animal Kingdom. So, the, instead of sort of giving that experience you're describing, where you get a variety of things in every park, I think the. The shows are very concentrated in only two of the four theme parks. Right,
0: and I, and I do think if we're going to mosey on over to Animal Kingdom now to just kind of round it out and start with Festival of the Lion King, um, again, another distinction that you have, Dean, you've seen the same the same show in two different theaters. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, uh, Festival Lion King being at the former Camp Mini Mickey, which is now being terraformed into Pandora World of Avatar. So they moved it over to Harambe in a new, not bigger, not better theater.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. The Festival of the Lion King is, I think it's a, actually a pretty good name. It's much more of a festival. It's really fun. A lot of acrobatics, a, a lot of gymnastics. Uh, good, you know, get the good music that you expect from the Lion King. You get characters. I think it's a. It's got a little bit of something for everyone. And I, I agree with you. I think it benefits. From
0: not just being a retelling of the story. And it's educational. You get to learn the noise the giraffe makes.
1: So, in short, I'd say uh, Festival of the Lion King is the best show that Disney offers, unless
0: Ooh. it's the second best show that Disney offers. Mm-hmm. Because
1: it depends on which of these two I've seen most recently, mm-hmm. as to which I say is better. Right. Uh, and the other one, of course, I'm talking about is the Finding Nemo show over at the Tarzan Theater. Yes. Theater in the Wild. Theater in the Wild. It's officially called Theater in the Wild. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, I th- it's funny. When uh, when they said they were going with a, a Nemo show, I was like, all right, it's cool. It's timely, whatever. And then they said it's going to be people on stage carrying puppets. I didn't know how that was going to work.
0: Yeah. how do you make a fish puppet?
1: Yeah, and then, you know, if you watched all the uh, the old travel shows that are about Disney that Travel Channel used to air, there's always that couple of segments where they talk about that. And it, it just works. It's amazing. I mean, when you're in the theater watching the show you do actually sort of forget that the puppeteers are there or you just kind of view them as one with their character. And, again, I think it's a retelling of a show, which might be why I give Lion King a slight edge.
0: Yeah, and to me, I think it's because what gives me the edge with Finding Nemo over the Lion King, it is a longer, more emotionally charged show. Um particularly if you go see it for the first time with your first kid. Uh, let me just say that the role that Crush plays is significantly more emotionally charged than in, than in the movie. Um, yeah, and, and even, the, even the Grinches in the audience start to get a little, it gets a little dusty, it gets a little dusty in the room. Um, but yeah, it's
1: good, good that it's dark in the theme. Oh man,
0: um, it's great for all ages. It's not really scary, you know. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's so good. It's, it, that's that's really all I can say about that.
1: No, no, I think it's it's one of those ones again where I think a lot of people would often go to Animal Kingdom, particularly on an extra magic hour. And if you're not there to do everything, then they might even blow up before the first showing of uh, Finding Nemo. And I think it's a, a mistake. Right. I think it's something you should stay and watch. I mean, And again, I, we've had where that was our plan for the day. So we would be at Animal Kingdom only from 8 to, say, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And then we had plans to leave. Right. Um, but if, if that's your normal touring at Animal Kingdom, you're, you're missing some really good stuff. Uh, you know, as I think about the rest of the park and other theater-style shows uh another one i can admit i've never seen i'm starting to lose all my own disney credit in my own head uh is the flights of wonder and yes. i don't think that i don't know if that qualifies because i've never seen it but it's definitely uh, a staged area and it has lots of birds that's about all i know
0: there are people it's entertaining i don't know if it's a stage show i don't know yeah, i
1: mean it- I don't know if I'd classify... Again, having never seen it, what I do know about it, I'm not sure I'd classify it's, it as a state show it's either. V-
0: it's one of those things that once you see it, you'll go, why did I not see this before? It's really good. But, it yeah, I mean, it's it it's fun. It's funny. It's well done. Uh, like I said, you're completely entertained. Um, you kind of forget that these are quote-unquote wild animals. And um, it... it it has elements that are similar to Pocahontas and her forest friends, which was formerly in an Animal Kingdom. But, it, I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to describe because birds are just so freaking fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if
0: I could just put it just bluntly, they're just yeah. fast. And you see them flying like maybe an eighth of a mile away, you're like, oh, that's kind of neat, look, big bird. No, when it's 10 feet away from you, it's something completely different.
1: Yeah, it's on my list of things I'm definitely uh, looking forward to doing. Yeah, so, and one uh, of those I'll trips have, you got coming up soon. I'll, ha- I'll have to report back to you either in November or mm-hmm. next July. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was remiss to not mention this, and I'm going to call it stage show, uh, in our things in the past, uh, and it's the only one I can think of, well, maybe bob Bob counts too, but it's the only one I can think of outside of the parks, and that was the old... Uh, Clubs and everything that was at uh, Pleasure Island. Mm,
0: yes. And which which between, club in
1: particular? <laughs> well, between the Comedy Warehouse and Adventurers Club.
0: Yes. See, um, and the uh, Adventurers those... Club didn't really take place on a stage.
1: No, I mean, they had the library, so they had, like, some seating in there, but it was much
0: more casual than that. Yep.
1: It wasn't really a formal stage show. Nope. Uh, unless you want to be uh, esoteric and say the
0: entire club
1: was a stage. Uh,
0: well, if you're doing that, then all the world's a stage, and the people are merely players. Very nice. Yes.
1: Um, but, you know, what I wanted to ask you is we've seen what's coming in the past. We see what's offered today. What kind of stage shows would you want to see in the future? and Where might you put them?
0: I, I think that's a no-brainer, don't you? I mean, <laughs> it really is. That's the uh, easiest, cheapest, most coppiced way out uh, that there is. Um, I, you know, to... I, no, go ahead. I was going to say, and I, I'm, <laughs> I know how much you
1: despise uh, losing something in order to get something new. Yep. But it, it seems like a natural replacement to Beauty and the Beast at Hollywood Studios.
0: It does. I'm, I, I'm not 100% sure that that type of theater actually suits for Rapunzel. I would actually see something that um, does more of a rotating style um, in a very crude way what they do at the Playhouse Disney when they go from scene to scene. Yeah. Uh, it, it's something like that where you have kind of the three major... Um, Uh, settings of Rapunzel's parents castle then you have the tower and then say the snuggly duckling and then back at the castle again um but and I don't know if you could retrofit enough that theater to do that in um I also don't necessarily think that that show needs to be at the studios they could
1: do it right in front of the toilets over in Magic Kingdom they
0: could they could just do it right there and people walk by (laughs) holding themselves. Um, Yeah, no. Uh,
1: (laughs) But... be the backdrop. I mean, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. Um, But, you know, I guess to more seriously answer your question, I could see... Rumor, rumor, rumor. If they do a, if not Tron, but Wreck-It-Ralph type of Tomorrowland thing... I could totally see a Wreck-It-Ralph stage show.
1: Yeah, I think when... When my brain first turns to this, I often think musical. Yep, because it's very Disney to have singing on the stage. Yep, but you don't have to. It doesn't have to be musical. You can go much more in the play route, and Wreck It Ralph might fit more of that category.
0: And you've got very identifiable characters. Um, Their silhouettes are identifiable. You could go back to Vanellope. You've got you know the, the video game aspect. You can definitely incorporate screens and special effects they want to make it 3D they can easily do that you know hand out glasses that might actually be something that would be brand new um, where it would be a stage show that involves 3D I'm surprised I I think
1: you know it's something that maybe maybe they have a reason why they don't do it I'm surprised you know much like La Nuba has a dedicated stage in it's own show Mm -hmm. I'm surprised there's not like a dedicated Broadway style stage at Mm. Walt Disney World where they could rotate these shows through it, they do the traveling theater anyway, why not have them travel to Orlando?
0: Yeah, they do the traveling theater, they do off-Broadway things, they do things... I mean, I, I would think that that would be a natural test bed. The only thing I can think of is they don't necessarily want to... No, that doesn't make sense either, because Lanuva's right there. But I was going to say, they don't want to compete with what's in the parks. That's included yeah. with admission, but who cares? There's all kinds of upcharge tickets. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that would be actually a really good idea. Other than
1: that, I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, I, I still focused on that Disney Junior aspect, how that show continues to adapt and some of their new offerings, how they may make an appearance either in a puppet or a live action sort of way, and I think that does seem to fit at the studios. But, you know, as we've actually vetted this a little farther, I'm, I'm racking my brain to say what would fit in Epcot and that's why I thought of Mary Poppins and what would fit in Magic Kingdom
0: hmm. I
1: enjoy the live performance so, You know, it's everyone gets excited about the next e-ticket attraction everybody wants another roller coaster and a dark ride and this and that but I think this is a good way to have a people eating attraction that could be something new that would get people excited
0: yeah I agree and actually now that I'm thinking about Epcot, when I think about what could be a stage performance I almost go back to um, you know, it, it ties in here, but Tomorrowland, where if... And just rename it Future And just rename it Future World. It Future World. <laughs> but if you talk about the ideals, though, that are in Tomorrowland, um, you know, the optimists, um, you know, there, there's a lot of optimism about human progress that takes place in Future World. And if if that is something that could be, you know, fit between the two communicors, um. You know, maybe you follow Frank Walker through his journey as a kid to adulthood. Um, you know, kind of fill in the blanks in the movie uh, with, with the stage production. That could be kind of neat.
1: Yeah, I think the only challenge there is, would it have mass enough appeal to justify well, Ah, come on, for the 15 people that saw the movie? <laughs> That must have been the, um, oh God, what was his name? John Carter uh, audience. Yeah. <laughs> also, me. All right, well, uh, I think that kind of wraps up the stage show. I'm not going to let you off the hook yet, though, because uh, you mentioned Communicore and, and Interventions, and it sounds like everything is shutting down there.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and, and other podcasts have pointed to it, um, mainly 3 o'clock radio. That it's it's a sign of things to come. I think that's based on recent history because at the studios they just started shuttering attractions, and shuttering attractions, and shuttering attractions. Yeah. Um, and you know they did announce um, Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land. Of course, they have not announced what the giant retheme for the studios will be. It's been alluded to, but they have not announced that. And there's a lot of people saying that a giant retheme for Epcot is in order. Particularly, in my opinion, future world. Um, this might be pointing to that. Um, there really were only two attractions left in what was that? Communicore West. Uh, with uh, that's not even where's the fire that was out. Uh, the Great Piggy Bank Adventure was <laughs> gone. Nicely done, by the way. Yeah, you know, like that? Yeah. Um. So I mean, it was it was the Kuka Arm roller coaster.
1: Yep, that, some of all, thrills was some there. of all
0: thrills that I never got to experience. Uh, we walked past it twice, and both times, <laughs> it, it, well, it was raining at Epcot. so. Oh, I forgot Yeah. Yeah, everybody goes to interventions, or they go to um, uh, the land. It's like it's. it's oh, yeah. okay, we're going here. Great, uh, I'm gonna go check out Ellen for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> um and it's so it was some of all thrills and then it was the the weather one. So that was kind of neat. Um you know, seeing seeing uh hurricane preparedness in action. But I mean, yeah, it's it's just empty.
1: It is. I mean, we went in there, we did the character meet and greets and they still have some, I don't know if they were PlayStation 4s or whatever like video game setup Ooh. on the wall and it was during one of those rainstorms. Um, so yeah, you know, let my son play a little bit of They have some of the Disney games there. I think Brave, and uh, there were some ba- uh, sports games as well. I remember there was a baseball and a basketball game set up. But, yeah, that was... Yeah, it's, it's really such a sad shell of what it is, so I'm just curious if they're going to repurpose the space or if they're going to level
0: buildings and start over. I I, I mean, I can't imagine. It, it just balances that space so well, but at the same time, it's kind of an awkward kidney shape. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, me personally, if I were in charge, which I'm not, I would be putting in the people mover like it was built to do, um, and rename them back to CommuniCore and make it more about the community of, um, tomorrow.
1: That would certainly be the good stuff.
0: This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at on Twitter at AIOTTravel or visit our website, adventuresouttheretravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at baconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice.
1: I don't know if uh, if you followed on Twitter, you know we put out the question last week about like how do you get over your Disney blues? Yeah, and you know, we put a couple up. It literally came in as we were recording, and then yep. a few more came in after. So wanted to kind of mention
0: those folks. Yeah, we can definitely mention those folks. And oh, hi! Maybe you're listening now. How you doing? I'm Paulie. And I'm Dean. And we're here to talk about the good stuff at Disney. Welcome to we Butter did. and Bacon.
1: So, uh, last week we talked a little bit about <laughs> Disney blues. Awkward pause. And, uh, sorry. Very awkward pause. Uh,
0: do that again.
1: And, uh, oh, here we go. Here's one. So, sorry. I was uh, scrolling through, g- responding as I'm going and realizing, hey, you know, we're recording a show. I should probably keep up. Um, yeah, it's
0: drunk at Disney our good- style. It's okay.
1: You know. More on that next mm. week. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Shannon uh, said she loves Nemo and uh, Beauty and the... Oh, nope. Sorry. That's the wrong topic. You can you can edit that one out, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you didn't ever were... her Twitter name? No, I was gonna. Yeah.
1: Holy crap! I'm I'm way off tonight. Hang on. Well, well, you know, um, it's it's past your bedtime. It is way past my bed. I mean, actually, the topic for this week's show, which uh, we haven't talked about yet, so no that makes no sense. Oh God! This is why I should have scrolled down Twitter
0: before I started talking to you. Now, now, see, Drunko, <laughs> it's not that easy. People give you grief, like me. Oh my God! This is
1: horrible. I'm like, he makes it look easy. I'm just gonna do this, but no. right. Yeah. Mo. Eh. Eh. No. Oh, this God. show is gonna be all maybe outtakes. This, maybe we'll just cut this whole part
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> or is the outtake show?
1: This whole episode is outtakes. Oh,
0: Disney outtakes. Oh, we. <laughs> speaking of Disney outtakes, we could talk about what's being taken out of Communicore. <laughs> blah blah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Wait, are you, were you just going to go into Lady, Lady Gaga? No, no, it's blah, uh, I, keep, blah, I keep blah 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 blah.
1: <laughs> you really don't want me to sing it.
0: I um, do. I really do. The Offspring. Oh, I know Offspring, X-Nay and the Ombre, but um. Yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with that particular just, song. Oh, you are. It's called Self Esteem.
1: Uh, you'd have to sing it. Sucker <laughs> with no self-esteem Oh, way, yo oh. Come on, you know that song No, I don't The more you suffer The more you shows you really care Nope
0: Right You're just making me sing So you can put this in the show <laughs> Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> Say again? I found it on iTunes You can't hear it But, alright, yeah Oh, yeah, I was just trying to play it for you on YouTube, too la, la, la.
1: <laughs> exactly That's <laughs> why i said i better google the words because i'll probably just murder them <laughs> hello
0: hi how you doing we are pregnant pause
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like what you, you usually do the welcome to blah 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 i'm so it for you all right i'll
0: do it <laughs> that was a setup for that's you that's fine <laughs> go hi how you doing a good time and it really did set the stage and I think that really holds true for a lot you, of these shows
1: you, uh, you cut out after I got kissed on the cheek damn it what are you sharpening pencils <laughs> with something that I think per, just personifies the area in, in which it takes place
0: you playing with keys
1: no but I, I heard a sort of drop out of audio again like when you were talking and I couldn't hear you hmm. No, I was talking and I couldn't hear me.
0: Interesting. So
1: I don't know if you could hear me. I can hear you. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and no, I'm not playing with keys. If if you can actually hear that yes. my my cat is I uh, was one- playing with playing with one of her toys. <laughs> she Play is She's two and a half, and she's still uh, as feisty as a kitten. And now, and now she's gonna be pissed because she just put it <laughs> under the toy box. Oh no! There's no chance she's getting it out of there.
0: So the paws are now going underneath frantically. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. All, all the way through the up to the shoulder. No, I can
0: picture it. It's and then it's gonna switch to the other paw.
1: Yep. Yep. Now she's trying to go around the side and see. And then, see if she can and then she's gonna look at you. Yeah. Like uh, yeah.
0: Can can you do this? Hey, for me? Bro? hey, man, come here.
1: You're in charge of feeding me and making sure I have water, and now you have to get my toys. Right.
0: Dad. Yeah, Dad. You know, we actually... Mm, let me not burp in my answer the next time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Changing rooms. Yeah, changing oh,
1: audio quality, too. Holy crap. Bad? Oh, my God. No, I went... No, to it's Wi-Fi. not you.
0: No, no, no. I it is me. Oh, you think?
1: Because I I keep getting these moments where I think you're gone.
0: No, no, no. It's it's me because my Wi-Fi keeps... It's it's been actually cutting in and out all day.
1: Are you there? (sighs) Did you leave? No, I'm here. Did you? Okay. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) God.
0: Hello.
1: I'm here. Are you there? Are you there? I can hear
0: you. Okay. Yeah, my—I my, uh, don't know if they're doing something somewhere with my cable company or something, but Wi-Fi has been going out like all day, and it's not my—it's not just my phone; it's the iPad, it's Alexa, it's everything. So it's rather annoying and obnoxious, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. No, I don't like the way you sound
1: right now either. You sound like you're on a 1980s uh, dial-up. I am. We're- Rotator, uh, what do you call the hell that? Rotary phone. Rotator phone? A rotator cuff, yeah. Yeah. Now I Again. hear nothing. Mother.
0: Still underwater? Robot? Robot.
1: Ooh, that sounded good.
0: Yeah?
1: You got a clean You got a clean it in there. Mm. That could be a drop.
0: <laughs> damn it. Ringtone. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark and... Is that true? No, it's all Raiders of the Lost Ark, isn't it? I don't know, I couldn't hear you after you said Raiders of the Lost Ark. God damn it. You've seen the sh-
1: You cut out again. You're, you're you gone. haven't
0: seen the show that you're comes not, included with said pass.
1: You're you're not here at all. You're uh, like Mr. Uh, Mr. Robot big time. Uh, <laughs> so, so I know you mocked me, but I don't know what you
0: said. <laughs> I
1: did.
0: <laughs> <God>. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Am I back? You're back. Alright. And the dog is back, licking my feet. <laughs> Say hi, Luna. <laughs> hi, good God, Luna!
1: Wow, she's, Luna! Uh...
0: Stop, stop.
1: The cat has officially given up. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gone. This is rough. I hadn't been in since. you you were gone there. This is rough. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's well, not your it's fault.
0: It's it's your
1: fault. So it's my sorry. fault. It is. <laughs> Live action dedicated seating area. You either. Lost your connection or you refuse to speak?
0: Ah, lost the connection. <laughs> Damn. Good God. What'd you say? It's the circle of life. I want to be king and be prepared. And That's the show, folks.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet that was really funny what you said. Oh, you suck.
0: Oh, I have to redo that again?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... it's... I think it said this during uh, my trip report show. It's... Um, what I
0: enjoy about it... <laughs> and you can't hear me again, can you?
1: No, I thought you were done talking, so I started God, talking. Damn it. It's going to be a tough one to edit.
0: Oh, it's fine. I'm just going to cut everything out. <laughs> and if you were just talking, I couldn't hear you, <laughs> it's so just I'm gonna, sorry. It's gonna, it, no, it's fine. Can you hear me now?
1: What does LTE say? Um...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On, that's a, <laughs> that is a poly thing to know. <laughs>
0: totally is. I think it stands for uh, long term evolution.
1: See, this is the problem when you're really smart and you remember everything right. like you. Right. Then don't. I
0: expect you to be smart and remember everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know everything. The first rule of being a know-it-all is know what you don't know. And I don't know what LTE stands for.
1: It is long term evolution. Well, look at me.
0: See, I, I even when I don't know something, I know it. <laughs> Just gonna unplug everything. <laughs> there, I have the cable modem is unplugged. Oh, you know what? Oh, that's why. You can't have the router underneath the power strip. You know what? My daughter didn't know it was me doing our intro. Oh, that's funny. Said, so, "Who's that?" Oh, sir. Sounds like Kylo Ren. Yes! Kylo Ren.
1: That's what I
0: said. Yes!